call is now being recorded. We are SC Podcast, Gary Passwitz, joined by Randy Taylor. Randy, now that the high school football season has started, this is uh, this is the time for you to go out and get evaluations. I know you love getting out there at Friday nights, um, getting all that done. And what I, what I want to start off here um, is kind of doing an overview of, of where USC stands for this class. Uh, heading into the season because it's a it's a big number on on commits at least as far as USC is concerned to have 13 commits uh, heading into the season and it is going to be pretty much a full class so you're about halfway there uh, for where you want to be and so just kind of want to go position by position and kind of talk about where things are at the guys who are in and maybe some names of guys who uh, you think could be on the horizon at the end, we're going to be uh, doing a Taylor topic of the week, talking about why the early part of the season is so important for these senior players and maybe some underclassmen that you've seen so far through the early part of the year. But let's start off with the class of 2019 and uh, talking about maybe what some of the strong position groups are so far. I think you've got to put wide receiver at the top of the list. There, there are three commits right now in uh, Puka Nasua from Utah. Veneer McLean from Jay Sarah, and then a guy that I know you mentioned way back in spring that really caught your eye, and that's uh, Drake London from Moorpark. Yeah, the, uh, you know, I don't know what it is about Southern California right now, but uh, the wide receiver position for the last several years has been phenomenal. And, uh, and it's so, you're right, the kids that you just had talked about, uh, the Drake Johnson kids, the Moore Park uh, JC kid, and, and the thing about that kid, he's six four, two hundred, with length, but he's a really fluid ball catcher. I mean, he's got a ways to go as a route runner and, and some of those things, but he is an impressive, athletic kid that that really has nice hands. Uh, Puka Nakua, that is a savvy kid out of Orem, Utah, uh, runs well, quick kid. And he just does a lot of things really well. It's kind of savvy is, is kind of the word I put on him. And then McLean is just a big old body athletic guy that uh, uh, is just a tough cover. You know, he's a big uh-huh. physical kid. He, he could probably uh, play defensive end. You know what I mean? I mean, he's just one of those uh-huh. guys. But, but okay. that, that's three really, really good receivers. And uh, if they would happen to uh, snag, and I don't know if they need it or have the numbers to, to maybe want to, but, you know, you got still McCoy and Ford are still out there. Uh, so it's, it's a, a, that's a great, great recruiting class as it is. And so, right. so it's a right. heck of a year for receivers uh, this year for the Trojans. Oh, and I think you definitely do, yeah. I, McCoy and Ford would be the cherries on top of that Sunday, and I think the Trojans do look good for both right now. You know, yeah. boy, those would be uh, those would be a heck of a two to add uh, to this group. But let, let me ask you this: now, now you never know because guys can play inside, outside. But if you're looking at that group right now, uh, is Nakua Nakua uh, is he the obvious guy to be a slot guy, uh, whereas the other guys could be more outside guys? I, I think so because you want to get he's he's not the the of the three he's the smaller one he's not small 
Uh, no. You know, he's six two-ish, 190 pounds or so, and I'm not, I don't know if he's that heavy, but that's what, what he's listed. The uh, He's a kid that it has the ability uh, that if you get him in a slot, and if he's a move guy, uh, like I said, he's savvy, and I think he would yeah. do some things where he'd be a tough cover uh, coming, you know, off the run and, and already in movement. So, uh, he's probably the better route runner and, and the guy that has the chance to be uh, that. The, the two other kids, uh, you know, you put them on the line of scrimmage and they're bigger physical kids that are going to be hard to get off or, or to, to redirect, you know, to reroute. Yeah. And so, Boy, so the, they the can be the Yeah, the more I see of the London kid, that's, that's a real – like you say, not only athletic, he's a top ten, obviously, shooting guard in the country for basketball, wants to play both sports at FC. That's a strong kid, Randy. Yeah. That's a real strong receiver. Yeah, he's uh, he's one of those guys that will go up and make that snatch the ball, you know, and and, uh-huh. and have the hand strength and, and that, that to, to come back down with it. Um, he'll be able to uh, – uh, Battle DBs, you know, they get the bigger DBs on bigger receivers, and and it's going to be hard to redirect the kid. Plus, he's got a little quickness to him, and he's an athletic kid, so uh, he's really could be special. Okay, uh, speaking of special, let's talk about uh, the tight end spot. Trojans wanted to, they got to, Ethan Ray, uh, Jude Wolf, uh, two of the three that you and I watched uh, all spring and summer. And uh, if you're going to grab two, those are two pretty good ones to line. I know you like both of them. Yeah, the uh, uh, you just come in and get the two best tight ends in California, maybe, right? Yeah, how's Nothing, that? How hard is that? Uh, both uh, good-sized kids, uh, and, and Wolf is kind of the later developer of the of 50 pounds. Ethan Ray is about 6'4", 240. Uh, both of them are athletic, uh, can catch the ball, and, and you know, you can never have too many big body athletes. Uh, and I say that because, you know, you, you just never know. One of them may end up uh, being, being something else. But uh, great tight ends. And that's uh, with the offense that, that SC runs, it's a great fit. I, I, I like their size. These aren't 225-pound guys that no. you need to bulk up. Uh, they're already there, and they're just going to get more refined and bigger once you get once they get testing. Yeah, and athletic enough to run down the seams and, and stretch uh, stretch the field a little bit uh, down the middle, so that uh, uh, linebackers have to come out from uh, taking those underneath routes away and. And, and those kind of things. So it just opens up, and, and you, you look at the five kids in that class that are going to be catching the ball uh, from whoever. Uh, it's, it's really uh, a great-looking group. And then, you know, the, the little all-purpose back, Wilmer, is, is another guy that can catch the ball. So it's uh, that's a heck of a group. There's, there may not be... Uh, another group of, of receiving type players uh, for any college this year that's as good as that. And like and like we talked about earlier, the possibility of adding McCoy and uh, and Ford. Holy cow! Um, let, let, let's go and talk about running backs right now. Since you mentioned Jordan Wilmore, uh, 
He's a guy I really like. Uh, it looks like he's slimmed down a little bit this year uh, from what he was last year. But what, what, what do you like about his game? And maybe are there any comparisons you can make? Because I, I thought Ricky Irvin's last year, but yeah. I look at him right now, and I, I don't know that I really see that as much. But uh, give us your thoughts on Wilmore, and, and do you see the Trojans adding a second running back in this class? Well, I think you, you take, uh, you know, they've offered a few other guys. And I think two of the kids that might still be available in California, Giles Jackson and, and Keenan Christen uh, from Madison, yeah. Jackson's from Freedom. Those are both uh, really good backs. Kristen adds the track speed that, that take the top off the defense, uh, which, you know, you'd always want uh, want to have. But Wilmore is just, you know, the, the being listed as an all-purpose back kind of tells you all you need to know. You know, he's about mm-hmm. five eight but he's got some thickness to him. Right. And uh he catches he can catch the ball, he's he could be a returner. He's just you know, one of those guys you everybody says he's a good football player. And, you know, and so I think that's uh he, he, there's there's not uh, a lot he can't do. Uh you know, uh-huh. I haven't seen him block a lot and, and that but he's got enough size and physicalness to be able to do that. I like that, and boy, I, li- I like both of those guys, uh, Kristen and uh, and Jackson too. Uh, I like both yes. of them. Um, well, let's flip it over to defense and talk linebacker for a minute. Uh, Mananoa Tufano is uh, a guy that you and I saw at uh, at the opening regional camp. Uh, an- yeah. Another one of these thick linebackers, and Stanley uh, Tapu from uh, Grace Brethren. The, the, we we kind of talked about the tight ends being bigger size already. You don't need to bulk them up. That's what jumps out to me about these two linebackers, Randy. These are the scout guys uh, that you need. If you're trying to increase the physicalness of your defense, that's what these two guys are at the linebacker spot. Yeah, they, they, uh, they're both, you know, uh, uh, Tufono is about 6'3", 225. Uh, Taufua is uh, about 245 pounds, maybe an inch shorter. But those are thick guys that are that can move. Uh, they're versatile. You know, you could play, uh, put one of those two guys, probably Stanley, maybe up on the edge and, and maybe even sometimes put his hand on the ground, uh, also playing in the middle, uh, you know, depending on how they adapt to, to those roles. But they're, they're guys that, uh, add size and athleticism. Uh, not necessarily the, the track kid that, that, uh, some of these guys are, but still, uh, what SC needs in, in this conference, you know, playing against some of these, uh, the Stanfords and the Notre Dames and, and some of those teams that are big physical programs. Right. And I, I don't know, I, I personally, after the haul that you got last year, I, I got a feeling there that they're going to be just fine with two linebackers. I'd almost be surprised if they add another one at the position. Yeah, only if it's a difference maker, you know. Sure, sure. Yeah, that's always one of that's sure. always one of those late decisions. The guy you can't pass yeah. up. Um, yeah, absolutely. Let's uh, let's let's talk uh, let's talk offensive line for a second. Um, a position where I do think they need some bodies after taking only two last year. Uh, yeah. Jason Rodriguez in the fold. Uh, you talk about size, this kid brings it as well as anybody. Uh, and then Gino Quinones, uh from Hawaii, I think most everyone is still assuming that he's going to get flipped over to offensive guard. I, 
I always like when the coaches spy something like that and think about making it. But yeah. Boy, Randy, I, I got to Yeah, tell you, you know, you take those kids, uh, that thing, you know, these guys could be. be a Trojan. A, yeah, and, and chance to be an offensive lineman. And so, uh, you know, there's an, another kid out at, at uh, Eisenhower, I think, that the, that this group is high on, uh, Satua Laumea. And uh, he's a 6'4", 300-pound kid out in, uh, in Rialto, Eisenhower. Uh, Although, uh-huh. so you know, there's Sean Ryan down at, at San Juan Hill, just talking about guys that are close. Enoch uh-huh. Bamai, you know, the kid from Kahuku is a, is a really good player. So there's... Uh, there's some kids that they've offered that are really, really talented guys, and and they just got to close. And and then you know you never know about decommits and all that other stuff. Right, right. I, I'll tell you the more I got a chance to see Sean Ryan. It, it, what an athlete, man! He, yeah. What an athlete. Um, yeah, he may be the best. Uh, he, he has a chance to be at least in in California, maybe one of the better ones in the West. Um, he's not as big as as uh, Rodriguez, but he's he's not small. He's six four ish, three hundred pounds, maybe six five. You know, so that's a big athlete, and uh, uh-huh. that could play inside or out. And and to me, uh, that's the guy that I I would be recruiting. Uh, the hardest, you know, for for a local local program, uh, you know, for SC to to try to get to stay close to home. I'd be uh, I'd be with you on that one. Let's uh, let's talk about the quarterback spots. Uh, obviously, you've got Keenan Slovis from Arizona, I, I, and I know you and I were talking earlier in the year about you know the possibility of Ryan Holinsky, and boy, has he really stepped up and, and played well, but. Uh, I, I thought his dad had an interesting interview, and it sounds like the family is really set on uh, getting out to, you know, the East Coast, and yeah. uh, for obvious reasons, and you can't fault him. Um, yeah. And so, if, and so if, if that is indeed going to happen, good luck to the family. But uh, I want to talk about Jaden Daniels for a second, because he's a guy that when I watch him play football, I love him. In the off season, in the shorts and shirt stuff, don't love him as much. But when he's playing football, that's when he really shines. Yeah, because he's you know he's he looks he's like a little thinner and he's you know he's not one of those guys that just uh, jumps out at you. But he can spin the ball. He's got pretty good arm strength. He's athletic. Uh, he can do a lot for a team. Yeah. But you're right on the in, in shorts, he's not one of those guys that, that jumps out at you. Um, I would say you know that there's. I think it's going to be tough with a guy like JT Daniels, uh, and if the other guys don't transfer, it's going to be tough to get a, a, a two quarterbacks to come in. Yes, you know, so so you know you've got K Don. Uh, you know, there's some and there's some local guys. There's a Nathan Priestley at Loyola that does some good things that that uh, could his stock could rise. The McKibben kid. Uh, uh, he's, he's at Sarah, I believe, or wherever the heck he might be now. They, they move around a lot, but, uh, so there's some guys that might pop up that maybe have always wanted to be Trojans. So, uh, you know, that's, but I don't know if that's a, uh, you know, a, a, a position of need to get to, uh, regardless. You know, they obviously liked Slovis enough to offer him. 
and so they may be happy with with that one. And I, and I think what you're saying about the, if uh, if Fink and Sears do stay, uh, that right. certainly lessens the need to take two. No question. Uh, and yeah. you got Bryce Young committed for 2020 already. So yeah, so it's it's really not a uh, uh, position of huge need. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay, uh, let's talk some defensive backs for a second. Uh, you, you, you've got Chris Steele uh, coming in at corner. Uh, you've got uh, the, the Trey Davis kid from Seattle. But I think, right. that, you know, you, you, you lose a lot of corners, so I still think corner, uh, there, there's work to be done here. Uh, who are some of the players out there that you think are catching your eye? Well, just in the, in the, the kids that are close, uh, you know, Max Williams, uh, the kid at Sarah, and I think he actually got hurt recently. He uh, did. He but, did. He yeah. got for the year. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he's a, a really good kid. There's a kid at St. John Bosco, Trent McDuffie, that I think sure is a guy that, uh, uh, that is a possibility. Those are kind of corner guys. Uh, there's some safeties. Uh, there's a kid at Westlake, Jordan Patterson, that, that's a, you know, good sized kid, six, Two six three hundred ninety pounds. Sioni at Liberty High School is a guy six foot one nine. So there's some California kids that that have uh, have a chance. And so uh, I think that uh, you know I don't know who they've offered nationally. Um, I was kind of just pulling this up, but I think that uh, the other kids. I was looking at my list. Some of the other kids that might be uh, guys for them to to, to kind of keep an eye on uh, whether they've decided to commit or or, or not. Uh, you know, you, you look at kids like um, I'm just kind of going through my list. You know, a kid like kids at uh, uh, Mission Viejo, Georgia Forest continues to uh-huh. get better all the time. Um, there's a kid at uh, out at Corona, Jaden Williams. Uh, you know, so there's Tyson McDonald. There's some kids out there that are I think will continue to get better. Uh, that that are Division One guys. Um, you're trying to see who the the elite kids are uh, that uh, may not be. Uh, there's a kid Isaiah Rutherford, but I don't I don't think sure, he's committed sure. already. But there's a lot of guys out there, and it's a matter of uh, just, you know, continuing to recruit. I don't know necessarily what their national list looks like on, on corners, but, uh, you know, I think corners and safeties, uh, a place like uh, USC will be able to get those kind of kids uh, and, and maybe even get some of these kids. Uh, we'll talk about in the Taylor Topics who they watch early tape on as seniors and decide to, to you know, hey, this is a kid we might have not, or or has developed into a guy we want. So there's a bunch of those kids out there. Okay, yeah, I, Max Williams is going to announce on his mother's birthday in October. Uh, I would almost be surprised at this point if it's not SC. You never know. Yeah, um, you never know. But yeah, yeah, yeah. You give me him and McDuffie uh, to go along with Steele. I, I, I'm good. Yeah, I, I, that's a nice trio right there. Uh, yeah, if that can happen. Yeah, no question. So there's I, I the SC to me is a place that can always get those kind of kids, those the, sure. the corners and the safeties, and and maybe get some linebackers that end up being safeties, those kind of things. So 
Right. You know, that's that's kind of how I see it. Well, 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 one position that there is definitely work to be done on right now is uh, is defensive line. Now, there's a lot yeah. of a lot of people out there. I mean, take, you know, Kayvon Thibodeau obviously is a uh, is a gem that uh, the Trojans should have a very good shot at. You've got uh, yeah. you know the Drake Jackson kid. You've got uh, Stephon Wright, who I really I really like. The more I see him, uh, you yeah. got some guys up north uh, in the Lot Two kid and uh, Pakulo. Uh, yeah. So how do you, how do you see how do you see that shaking out right now? I mean, I, I would think they have done such a great job of recruiting Drake Jackson. Uh, I, I'm not sure what his thoughts are, uh, but that, there's enough, and they'll get. You know, I guess it's. I'm, I'm probably more confident about them getting these guys than they might be. But you still got. Uh, and again, I don't necessarily. I'm not too concerned about where they've committed already. But I mean, there's uh-huh. a whole bunch of kids. You know, Justin LeBeauf. I always I don't know if I say that right. Is you know, kid down the road at uh, Jay Sarah. I'm gonna see those guys play Saturday actually. Uh, okay. So there's okay. a whole bunch of guys uh, that I think again, it's that early take too. You know, there's a kid out at uh, Yorba Linda, a kid named Mike Callahan, who's kind of his early senior tape is going to be huge for him. Uh, And so I think that those are kind of some kids out there that are still uh, haven't gotten to their, uh, you know, to that place where they are considered one of those elite guys, but but have a lot of those tools. And like you mentioned, Stephon Wright. And I mean, there's a whole bunch of kids. Uh, There's a kid at Alonzo Hall out at uh, Reseda High School. So there's some guys with good size and talent. Uh, the kid at, at modern day, Evan Bennett, is a big old thick kid that is kind of uh, maybe been under the radar a little bit, but he's a 6'3", 315-pounder. Uh, I do think he is committed somewhere. Uh, yes, he sure. is. Yeah, yeah. Look, but those kind of guys, you're, they're still, I'm, I guarantee you, they're still recruiting if they like right. them, you know? right. And so there's names that are going to pop up that that uh, we're, we don't have on our radar necessarily because they, they may have committed somewhere. I'm going to be very anxious to hear your thoughts on Jay Sarah. That is a very good football team, Randy. And, and they yeah, could be it staring is. At a, they could be staring at a fourth-place finish in that league. You know, it's in that crazy in, in that yeah. Trinity League. But and then they're, they're, they're playing Pinnacle as a pretty good team out of Arizona, so it'll be a fun game okay. to watch. Okay. So okay. I think, that, oh. yeah, it's uh, this is going to be a heck of a year. Uh, um, I spent uh, a lot of time in San Diego uh, this past few weeks, and uh, there's a whole bunch of kids down there, especially younger kids, that uh-huh. uh, that have a chance. Uh, you know, I was telling you about the and and and, and our. Taylor Topic, I don't know if we're ready for it yet, but I mean, I saw well, yeah, a, kid who's a, a senior down there who's, uh, who, and the, so the Taylor Topic is for the seniors especially. The video, uh, first three games is kind of a, a college coach's ideal number of early games to get a video on a player to make a decision. And there he was a kid down there. I was watching Casey Grampers at University City High School. He's about 6'4", 210. He's a senior. Long-arm kid, athletic, tough, 
competes, and he's a guy that might get to 230. You know what I mean? And, and whether he, you know, do they need another 230 uh, at SC, another 230 uh, uh, wide receiver? Uh, he doesn't have probably the speed the other guys have, but he's a kid that as college coaches, uh, you know, you know a prospect that's a senior, uh, make sure you, you, you all you folks out there tell kids their first three games better be on a highlight video as soon as possible uh, because that's what college coaches are looking for now. And, and they ought to get that video and sent to schools where they, they have the ability to play. And this is just not Division One. This is every level. Uh, so college coaches are trying to find those sleeper uh, seniors. And if you're a D2 college program, uh, you know, you're – going to make a, a, your living and, and even the FCS guys uh, make a living off of these early senior tapes uh, that aren't going to play in the Pac-12 but might play at, at Montana you know, or Montana State or, or uh-huh. wherever it might be. So that's kind of the, the Taylor advice, Taylor topic is you high school seniors better get your videotape highlights done on your first three games and get it to college coaches yesterday. I, I think so. what's is so important about that is the recruiting process has been sped up so much. Like we talked yeah. about, USC has half the class full already. Um, but you forget, hey, there's a whole senior year left to go, and some guys who got bigger, stronger, faster over the summer and completely changed the way that uh, that they look on a football field, and you may not have seen it last year. I, Seeing it in the first three games of the senior year, that yeah, and then there's another kid, uh, uh, Gary, that, uh, from University City, is a kid named Tariq Jefferson. Uh, uh-huh. He's about a six two, hundred seventy five pound guy, plays wide receiver. He could be a corner, you know, uh, and and has a chance for his stock to to go way up. Uh, so there's there's a lot of kids that are still uh, have possibilities of becoming. Uh, a, a big time recruits uh, because of their first three games as as seniors. Mm-hmm. You know, so I think these kids better, uh, you know, better really work. You know, there's another kid I saw who I love at uh, Cathedral Catholic. A kid named Sean Poma. Now that name rings a bell. He's about a five eight, uh, two hundred pound running back. Uh, that, you know, he's one of those guys, if you, if you had him walk on at your place as a, as a, uh-huh. if he walked on at SC or UCLA or Cal, or, uh, I guarantee you this is a kid that would be contributing in a year. because uh, wow. he just has so many tools, but he just doesn't look like a guy, you know, because he, he's only 5'8", or maybe even 5'7", but he's 190 pounds and he's so physical physical and strong and he runs fairly well he can catch the ball he can block he can do uh sean palma is a 2019 kid out of cathedral catholic so there's a lot of guys like that 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 are still kind of uh out there uh that guys are going to find you know my i think he's a pac-12 guy and right now i don't think he has any more than maybe fcs type schools looking at them. So there's a bunch of guys. You know, that it's kind of uh fun to go out and see some of these kids who uh 
uh, you're just kind of finding out. But uh, and then and then you see the young kids to go along with that. You know, I'm, I'm out at the bishops. Uh, the bishops are playing modern day Catholic, and that quarterback down there, that Tyler Buckner, is out. You know, he hurt his uh-huh. knee, so he's not playing. And I was, uh, but there's other guys on that team uh, that are really young. Uh, there's a kid named Ava Leota who wasn't even playing. He's a transfer from Cathedral, but he's six four and a half, two hundred forty pounds. I'm watching him punt, long snap, throw spirals, run around the field, catch punts. He's got long arms. He's a four point oh student. You know those, and I get excited about those guys. There's a Clay Peter right. down there who's a safety and a wide receiver who's a twenty twenty one kid. These are twenty twenty one kids, and then. Uh, I told you about uh, uh, Rex Haynes, you know, Michael Haynes' son, the old corner from the Raiders. He's a 2022, right? He's he's on the JV team at Cathedral Catholic. He's 6'4", 170 pounds, athletic, long. You know, he's one of those guys that you'll be hearing about, I would suspect, relatively soon uh, as a guy that, that folks are going to find out about and maybe get early offers. You know, just thin yet, but he's you can see everything else he's got. Um they've got yeah, actually they've the, got the, Rick, the genes are there. Yeah the genes yeah, are there. The genes the are there. There's another gene pool kid, uh Rick Meyer's son is a twenty twenty two quarterback down there. Charlie okay. Meyer is a six three hundred and seventy pound kid but uh it really inconsistent has a long way to go but but has tools, you know. And uh, so those are, it's just fun watching, finding some of these kids out there that are that are young. Uh, there's another kid, uh, I think a legacy at uh, SC, I think his dad played. Was there a junior boy that played at SC? Hey, well, what's the, the last name again? Moy, M-O-I. Ooh, I don't remember him, but... Uh... Yeah. Anyway, so that I was told that his dad, this kid, is another a true freshman, Jackson Moy uh, is a defensive lineman at Cathedral Catholic. Uh, you know, he's already 6'1", 230 pounds. So, you know, I, I, I find all these kids uh, that are out there that are really good players and, and uh, uh, legacies, too. But So it's, it's fun, and, and uh, uh, you know, it's just uh, a matter of getting out and finding them and and uh, I try to let the, the Trojans recruiting gurus know who I see. <laughs> well, well, one that you let us know about was Jack Yeary. You had a chance to watch him last week, and uh, yeah. boy, that's a that's a that's a tall, long target. And uh, I like him at tight end. I don't know if he's <laughs> no think, okay offensive tackle, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <boy>. yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's probably living down his dad's legacy. You know? <laughs> right, right. He's but one he's of those guys one. that. Uh, Wishes his dad was, uh, uh, you know, was a tight end. He'd, he'd be better off. Hey, you know, another kid that uh, is committed to, but he's committed to San Diego State, is is a kid down there at uh, Monta Vista, Jamon McClendon. And, and he's, uh, I think he's an elite player. He's about 6'2", 215 pounds, playing tailback. And, you know, he's got a burst, and he, he's vision, he's got all these things. He's a little too, you know, he, he runs real high. But he's a guy that might end up being a defensive end, an edge guy, that is just an elite 
uh, uh, BCS Power 5 athlete, you know, so that's another guy that, you know, he's committed, but, but he's a guy that I could see a lot of schools kind of hanging in on, uh, to try to steal him. I think he's committed to San Diego State. So that, it's, uh, a lot of kids out there and, and, and kids that I, I'm sure SC knows about, uh, and I know I keep telling them about a lot of these kids. So, uh, this, this group of commits along with, uh, uh, filling in their holes. I'm not sure how many they're going to sign. Did you mention a number? Oh, it's, it's going to be pretty close to 25. It's, uh, 25. Yeah, you could, anywhere from 23 to 25 to how, how things shake out. So they've got almost half a, a, a class yeah. to finish, yeah. And, and I think the kids we talked about, if they just, uh, if they get these kids I read off and you and I read off on my list, uh, you know, it's a top five recruiting class. Agreed. Yeah. Agreed. Well, appreciate your, sure. appreciate your time as always, Randy. Enjoy seeing uh, the games this weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. All right, buddy. Thanks. Okay, for Take Randy care. Taylor, this is Gary Paskett. You're listening to the We Are SE Podcast.